Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So welcome to another edition of Carnivore Bites. I'm your host, Jeff Sherman, along with Dr. Eric Lopkin. A lot on the docket today, as always. Some weeks are better than others, but I have to say the Democrats and Biden is the gift that keeps on giving, and we'll just get right into it, Dr. Lopkin, won't we? So um, I think one of the things that um, basically maybe we should uh, start with, because we have a podcast that's growing in stature, and that's Joe Rogan being basically trying to be silenced, although he's pushing back, by essentially a bunch of 70-plus washed-up hippies, any of which of anyone under 40 doesn't know who they are, and anyone that listens to them doesn't know what Spotify is, so I don't really know the relevancy. Yeah, it was an almost bizarre situation when Neil Young came out and said, I I want my music taken off of Spotify if they're not going to get rid of Joe Rogan. And I mean, Spotify didn't even hesitate. They went, fine, go. Check, please. Yeah. You know, he's irrelevant to today's listeners. And then Joni Mitchell jumped on the bandwagon. And now they've, you know, their attempts to uh, block Joe Rogan's free speech one, they've completely backfired, but two, they've become punchlines. I actually saw a meme just before we went on the air saying Yoko Ono is threatening to put her music on Spotify if they don't get rid of Joe Rogan. <laughs> I love and, that. You no, know, you, I think it's unintended consequences. I agree. And then you have to question the motivation. You have you know, basically irrelevant ex-pop stars or whatever, very little listening audience, especially in the demographic. They have one listener in the demographic, 18 to 40, but I wonder if it's not a way to get back in the spotlight. You know, and I thought hippieism was all about free expression, you know, you know, make love, not war, man, you know, all that kind of stuff. Everyone has a right to speak. It doesn't look like it's really headed in that direction, especially when you have things like people, ex-hippies, like Ben and Jerry's, you know, uh, trying to squash free expression and free speech as well. See, what's really disturbing is that it's very clear that all of these people who are you know, trying to get Joe Rogan canceled have never actually listened to the podcast. Because when you listen to the podcast, first of all, Rogan says very little. He lets his guests do the talking. And he actually fact-checks what's being said. And if he makes a mistake, he comes back and he says, no, we were wrong about that. This is exactly what you want in a podcast. This is the epitome of free speech and the free exchange of ideas. And yes, he's checking what he says. 
He and he fully admits he can make mistakes, but that is journalism. That is what is supposed to be going on in a society that supposedly values the free exchange of ideas. Well, actually, on that note, I just got word that uh, Biden, again, I don't know who's running the ship there, who's steering the ship, but uh, maybe Stevie Wonder. But anyway, that the his nominee for the FCC basically is a far, far left-wing communist and into banning uh, networks or censoring networks like One America News and Fox. I mean, I don't understand why they keep, you know, there's no mid-course correction. They, they're doubling down. Makes no, I know he's not in charge, but his chief of staff is not doing him any service. No, but you know what? If they keep doubling down on these ridiculous policies, they're going to get their asses handed to them in the midterms. And then if they still don't learn their lesson, he's one and done. He'll be a lame duck president for the rest of his first term, and there won't be a second. He has Agreed. to listen to the American people. They're the ones he works for. Well, he's got to get that message. His chief of staff isn't providing that. Uh, speaking of not getting the message, uh, again, you know, he, before he even looked at qualifications, Ben Carson commented on this, an African-American, obviously, that he was outraged that he basically just said, I think it's patronizing. I'm going to have the I'm going to nominate a chief justice that is an African-American woman. And again, backfires on him. Two thirds of Americans are against it. And also, when doing any kind of research, uh, this nominee, Lisa Cook, has ties to Black Lives Matter and other radical positions. Well, I mean, honestly, I'm not terribly concerned about her positions because it's a liberal replacing a liberal. Agreed. So it's yes. so it's not going to sway the court any. What I find amazing is that he is using affirmative action to appoint a judge who's going to have to listen to cases about affirmative action. Yeah, it's if, it, it, the whole administration's like a bad B movie. It, it, you can't make this stuff up. It's ridiculous. More importantly, and quite frankly, I think more disturbingly, is that if a corporation or a university tried to hire on this basis, they would be sued because it's illegal for them to do so. So it's illegal for everybody else, but it's fine for the Biden administration. Uh, it doesn't surprise me either. Uh, north of the border, another leftist nutcase, Trudeau, is having, uh, this I think has a lot of legs. The trucker protests, his reaction to it, basically again, you know, typical uh, liberal uh, uh, modus operandi, you know, calling him them, you know, uh, outcasts, and you know the list goes on. And then he leaves town, a real mensch, as they say in Yiddish. Yeah, he he hid basically. Yeah, but, you exactly. know, I I think the Canadian truckers' protest bears, you know, stands in stark contrast with the BLM riots because what you have. You had BLM riots going on, and you had the left going, oh, they're peaceful protesters. Now you've got actual peaceful protesters in a, in a convoy, and Trudeau is trying to make them out to be, oh, they're violent, they're terrible. You know, it, It's like they're not even 
paying attention to what's actually going on. They decide what the story is before it happens, and facts be damned, they're going to stick to that story. Yes, I think that his future is uh, limited as well. I think he he's not popular to begin with, but their parliamentary system allowed him to snake his way in. But again, someone of little or no qualifications, uh, kind of Obama-esque, if you will. Um, then we're looking at liberalism and the whole woke culture. Uh, Apple's coming out for their, uh, for their iPhones, a emoji that is a pregnant male. Again, you know, they always say that these conservatives and the Republicans are anti-science. I think I remember in those sex ed classes in like sixth or seventh grade that I thought women get pregnant. I maybe got the lesson wrong. No, I could have gotten the lesson wrong. Uh, women get pregnant and men don't. I, I, I might have screwed that one up. Yeah, it's absolutely amazing that they're coming out with this. And yes, no, men cannot give birth. And I have to say, you know, I have been an Apple customer for a long time. My entire company has, you know, Macs, iPads, iPhones. Um, and in full disclosure, I'm an Apple shareholder. And I am appalled at what Tim Cook has been pulling over the last several years. And it goes beyond stupidity like putting out a pregnant man emoji. He's actually been providing China with Apple technology, making sure that they can stay ahead of the curve with the tech. I think it's really time that Apple is taking a good look at, and maybe we need to get rid of Tim Cook as CEO because he seemed to forgotten that, first of all, his lifestyle would get him killed in China because he is a homosexual. Mm -hmm. And he owes his success to, to America. And it's time he realizes that and stops trying to undermine America. Yeah, but there's a whole group... Uh, and big in the Democratic Party, obviously, global elitist liberals that have no allegiance, thinking, you know, almost a Soros type of a philosophy of a one world order. Because, you know, for them, they're living in gated communities. Do they really give a shit about America? It's just another market. It's another place on the globe. Right. But, I mean, a, a lot of these folks, California based, and yet they've seen what liberalism has done to California. They're moving their companies out of California because they don't want to have to deal with it. And yet they still keep pushing this agenda all over the world. It is, it's removed of logic, but liberalism, according to Dr. Michael Savage, is a mental disorder, and I support that. Now, speaking about being out of touch, Mayor, Mayor Pete Okay, Buttigieg, Jedge, Jedge. Um, first of all, I saw him on a video. This is the, this is the kind of person he is, uh, kind of character he is. He had a um, he had his entourage, you know, the whole uh, security team motorized. So he stops, gets out of his van, gets the bike off the back, and bikes to an event two blocks away. I mean. Could you throw up? But that doesn't really affect you or I or our listeners. What might affect them, and I'm sure will certainly help Biden's reelection aim, is that he has a, a initiative to put cameras around yep. the throughways 
to give speeding tickets to people. I'm sure that has no economic. And by the way, the people, they basically call the highway systems racist. I mean, some of these people, you know, woof. And so he, it's racist, but who's, who's going to be most affected by getting a $200 speeding ticket? Not, not Mr. Cook at Apple, but your maybe inner city resident or a poor white person in Appalachia. I mean, hello? Yeah, Budacek is another one who's off his rocker. Um, he's, he's pushing this this camera system now the uk has this camera a very similar camera system and uk citizens are almost universally against it there is mounting evidence that these actually cause more accidents than they actually prevent what i find more disturbing is the fact that this is actually part of a trend within our government uh, we talked about this earlier this week on our sister podcast, Raw Naked Truth, where it's not just Budacek trying to put speed cameras up, but the IRS is now trying to require people to put video selfies and facial recognition to use their systems. And it's it's becoming, you put this all together, it's Big Brother. Yeah, actually, I think if you read 1984, I think what we're experiencing or getting into right now might uh, make a 1984 look like just a a Brahms fairy tale. Yeah, I mean, we've given up enough privacy to companies like Google and Facebook. And those, you know, most people gave up their privacy willingly. But this is going above and beyond. It's... Absolutely amazing. And, you know, ironically, what really I find amazing about all of this is they're putting up all of these cameras. They want to use facial recognition to ID people who are using IRS systems. And yet these same people are against showing a voter ID ID. in order to vote. They, it's not about voter ID or about that They want illegals and ballot harvest, all the stuff that would, the only thing that's going to allow them to have a trajectory into the future. Um, speaking of a trajectory into the future that might be rather scary, is our leaders selling us out, and especially, and in particular, people like uh, Nancy Pelosi, it's a Peter Schweitzer book called red-handed about basically you talk about Peter Cook not having an allegiance to America, but how about uh, Tom Cook? I'm sorry. But how about our leaders like Nancy Pelosi, um, the Biden family, which is almost like a mafia organization um, selling America out. I mean, look at Nancy Pelosi. She has like four or five houses. I couldn't believe it. I mean, and, and her districts in the shitter and yet she's jetting off, you know, minus the carbon emissions, of course, and at least in her own mind, to her various, you know, habitats. Yeah. um, The elite in this country have made a fortune selling us out to China. And now both the media and the Republicans are trying to go after what's been going on, and the government is stonewalling. 
The New York Times put in a Freedom of Information Act trying to get information about Hunter Biden's activities in China. And they were told, well, the State Department might get around to giving them the information in 2023, because, of course, they don't want it getting out before the midterm elections. By the same token, Republican congressmen and senators who have full security clearance requested from the Secret Service travel documents related to Hunter Biden, and what they got were completely redacted. These are people that actually have the security clearance to get these documents unredacted, and the Secret Service is stonewalling giving it to them. No, obviously, it's uh, Trump was correct on this one. It's swamp. It's a swamp. I mean, uh, branches of our government entities like the FBI that were once revered are completely corrupted. It's true. And what what is amazing also is that if there had been even a hint of the Trump kids doing anything like what Hunter has done. There would have been congressional investigations. Every media outlet would have been on it. But it's Hunter Biden. You know, well, you know, he's he's an addict. We've got to cut him some slack. No, he's a Democrat. We got to cut him some slack. Um, and we also, speaking of uh, noteworthy de- noteworthy Democrats, Gavin Newsom, uh, something out of central casting. If you were going to cast a governor or a president but uh, got the looks but not the brains he's also disingenuous he was spotted and photographed uh at the um nfl championship game maskless yeah not just him maskless but an entire luxury box full of politicians and celebrities now of course What's important to mention is that California has a statewide indoor mask mandate. So they were legally required to be wearing these masks. But, you know, do as I say, not as I do. Of course. We're not saying spend any more time on any other state. He would be thrown out anyway, such such as it is. Uh, In the sports world, you have Brady retires and you had the um, new logo and name of the Washington football team, previously the Redskins. They're going to be called the Commanders, Dr. Lopkin. Yes. And you know, I, I think they did a good job with the name. It's actually got ties to a lot of local organizations in that area. What boggles my mind is what took them a year and a half to come up with a new name. They got rid of the Redskins name a year and a half ago, and throughout a season and a half, they've been going as the Washington football team. Really? It takes you a year and a half to come up with a name. Do you think Schneider did that, the owner of the uh, previously the Redskins, the Washington football team, now the command? I always thought that he was doing that to kind of get it, because he didn't really want to change the names. The woke culture forced him to change the names, NFL, uh, corporate pressures. I think he did that on purpose, Dr. Lopkin, kind of an FU to the um, NFL establishment. Maybe. I mean, I certainly didn't see anything about that, but personally, I just, you know, I mean, like to your point, I mean, you could come up with another name, what, in a couple of weeks? I mean, it's not that hard. Yeah. And if, if he wanted to, 
you know, really, you know, stick his middle finger up at, at the people that were doing this. There were better ways to do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just speculating. I'm not sure, but I thought in yeah. my mind that, you know, the whole watching it football team. And like you said, it doesn't take that long to come up with it. I think it was just a name. It's just a way to give it to give it to uh, the NFL. That's just my opinion. Um, on a more serious topic, we have the whole uh, COVID fatigue, 70% of people have just had it. And that goes along with a John Hopkins study that basically, a very prestigious university with strong medical ties, uh, basically more than suggesting, basically saying that the lockdowns, the Fauci-esque approach accomplished nothing except increase suicides, increase mental illness um, situations, and caused unemployment and economic hardship for the very people that could least afford it. Your comments. Yeah. Well, first of all, let's spell this out because we know the censors over at YouTube listen to our podcast because they've tr tried pulling us down before. So we're talking about Johns Hopkins University, one of the premier medical training universities, okay? This was a meta-analysis, which was, it's an analysis of multiple studies that showed there was virtually no benefit to locking America down. It didn't, the studies found that it did not slow the virus. It did not, certainly did not stop the virus. It did cause great mental harm to people who were locked down. It did cause damage to our kids. And basically there was nothing good that came out of these lockdowns. And this but is the coming, natural again, question. I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to repeat this because it bears repeating. This was a meta-analysis of multiple studies from a the premier medical training university, Johns Hopkins. We'll see if it has any impact on the decision-making at the White House, but I think it does go, and we're not getting into the science, but it does go into the whole COVID fatigue. People have said, we've done this, we've done that, and this is not just, you know, our feelings. I've seen this on many news shows that, you know, people are willing to do certain things for a certain amount of time, but not forever. And I think that's what they're facing now. Um, deficit has gone up to $30 trillion. Back in the day when I was just a little young pup, I remember that when Reagan was challenging um, Carter for the White House, he was outraged that the deficit was a five, half a trillion or $500 billion. Um, That's almost a rounding era. That's how things have digressed over the last 40 some odd years. Well, you also have to remember that the deficit increased by $3 trillion in 2021 alone. This is this is how bad our government spending is. And you know what? I'm I'm not blaming the Democrats on this one because the Republicans have gotten just as bad. A hundred percent. When under the Trump administration, the Democrats put forward this huge spending you know, packages, increasing the deficits, and Trump signed off on it, you know, all well and good. Both sides need to take responsibility for this, especially now that 
the Fed is not buying up our bonds. They've stopped printing money. They're slowing down on that, which basically means all of the money we owe, it's all being owed to China. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. <laughs> yes. And also, there's without any question with the inflation rate increasing the fed's going to have to seriously this time seriously raise interest rates and we know what happened with that a la 1978 uh looking at uh if you will i wouldn't call it entertainment the view Whoopi goldberg the girl genius high school dropout by the way for those out there um a real genius about a year ago or about yeah, almost a year ago when Biden came into the White House, she basically said on the view that Dr. Biden would make a great, um, a, a great cabinet appointment uh, for the uh, for the, the head of, uh, of that department. And then she basically that chief of uh, make a great surgeon general, even though her doctorate is in education. And then um, she also had a real singer that got her suspended, basically saying the Holocaust was not about race. Yeah, her comments were amazing to say the least, disturbing to say the most. And it goes beyond what she said specifically about the Holocaust. Because if you listen to her conversation, and again, to give you some background, the conversation was about the graphic novel Mouse being mm-hmm. pulled from Tennessee libraries. Uh, and for those of you not familiar with Ma- with the graphic novel, it's a Pulitzer Prize winning graphic novel that tells the story of the Holocaust. Well, one, she said, yeah, it had nothing to do with race. It was just man's inhumanity to man. But then she went on and she started talking about the fact that, well, It was white people versus white people. So she's out of this. She has nothing to do with this. Is she actually insinuating that white people have no no say in what's going on in the rising crime and black-on-black violence? Is she actually saying that, well, you know, the races need to take care of themselves and we should not be working together as one human race? No, I actually think what she's really saying is she's trying to minimize the Holocaust and she's not trying to make it a situation, a tragedy that happened to the Jews, 
But, you know, it's just stupid white people against stupid white people. I think it's horrific, and I think she should be more than just suspended with pay, I believe, for two weeks. What do you think? Well, the suspension is a bad joke because the the whole point behind the suspension is that ABC feels if they get her out of the public eye for two weeks, people will forget what happened. I don't think she should be fired because, again, I'm against people on the right being canceled for what they say. I'm against people on the left being canceled for what they say. We have free speech in this country, and that allows people to say offensive, stupid things. Now, should she be educated about how stupid she was? Absolutely. But she shouldn't be canceled because we shouldn't be doing that. On the other hand, though, you have Sharon Osbourne, who is on The Talk, which is basically the same show, She was was fired for backing up Piers Morgan's uh, ability to have his opinion about Meghan Markle. Now, he said some disparaging things about Meghan Markle. The media said, oh, he's racist, when actually he knows Meghan Markle. He actually tried to date Meghan Markle, and what he was talking about was his personal experience about how horrible a person she was. Sharon Osborne got fired for defending his ability to have an opinion. So I really think I don't want to see Whoopi fired. I want to see nobody fired anymore over this bull. We need to have the same standards no matter where on the political spectrum a person falls with their opinion. I would agree. Uh, speaking of high standards, we have the squad the defund police, one of the big pushers of defund the police, a big advocate to that, uh, spent only 325000 on their own personal security. Yeah, and, you know, that is very telling because if you remember, AOC and one of the other squad members, I don't remember which one, not that long ago took to the House floor to push for student loan forgiveness saying they could not afford theirs to pay their student loans. Well, you know, maybe if you didn't pay so much for a security guard, you could afford to pay your student loans. Yes, exactly. Or spend money on a Tesla. Right. Spending money to drive a Tesla around. But even more importantly, if you didn't keep pushing to defund the police, you wouldn't need so much security. But again, it's the common theme. Do as I say, not as I do. And I had a couple of report, a couple interesting reports. One of them was on the Jesse Waters show about AOC losing relevance. And there was an article on that as well about she had a the person that it's an, I think of Indian descent got her in the kind of discovered her and worked with her. If you that's the right term for yep. a year, kind of managed her. And then he's out of the picture, and she's just not uh, she's just not getting it done. And then they had another little article in, in terms of her mental capacity or lack thereof. I know she's a BU graduate, and so maybe they should rethink about that. So here's her commentary about her getting COVID uh, and then going off social media for a while. When I got COVID and turned off all my devices, which means I wasn't really on social media, 
really? That much or anything like that. And then she says, I found that when I went to open Twitter up again, it just like wasn't making me feel. So, I mean, literally, I would go to open the app and almost felt like anxious. People kind of fight and gossip and all sorts of stuff so much. Wow. The leader of the Democratic Party. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it, is actu- it is actually amazing. Again, I, I keep repeating that word over and over again on this podcast, but it's just so bizarre, everything that's going on. I'm finding myself at a loss for words. Now, I mean, what the article is referring to is Salkat Chakrabarte, and I may be pronouncing that wrong, and I apologize if I am. I didn't even attempt it. But, But basically, before AOC was known, he actually cast who would make the perfect liberal progressive congressperson. He found AOC, put her in the role, ran her campaigns. He became her chief of staff, ran what she was doing in Washington. He has now left and she is now floundering. One, because she does not have, she has not gotten a single piece of legislation out of committee. And two, it's become very obvious that her only real strength is Twitter. And now she's backing away from Twitter, which will kill any attempt that she's going to make to primary Chuck Schumer. It's going to take her out of the public eye because let's face it, the only reason people keep reporting on her is because of her constant tweets. She backs away from that. She has no legislative power. She is done. I think also when she goes, if she goes up against Schumer, that's in the hot lights. And she's going to have to actually answer questions, think on her feet, talk about policy. Good luck with that one. Uh, And that was quite a transcript, wasn't it, Dr. Lopkin? That's like maybe what, it like was. a fifth grader or like a valley girl from the 80s. It was like, yeah, man, you know, I don't know. I'm not digging this. People I, are like really know. upset quite, and stuff. Quite frankly, I don't think it sounded all that different from Kamala Harris. <laughs> well, there you go. Good analogy. I like that. <laughs> um, yeah, very good. So uh, then we have a couple things about uh, Mansion. Build Back Better is dead. We basically, put, I would thank the final stake in that. And then we also have our esteemed media wizard, Mr. Zucker <laughs> at CNN, was forced to quit, retire because of a, an affair, resign because of an affair and other situations at CNN. Before we get it even to the ramifications and why and if and how it happened, I like uh, to meet this woman personally because I didn't think anyone, any human was capable of having sex with this person. But there's someone for everyone, I guess. Your thoughts on the whole matter? Yeah. Well, first of all, he wasn't forced to resign because of the affair. He was forced to resign because he was in a relationship with this woman and Warner Media HR requires their employees to report if they are in a relationship 
with a coworker, and Jeff Zucker did not report this. Okay, now why why does that make it a little different? Because that is an incredibly minor offense. This was not somebody who was claiming that Zucker attacked her. This was a completely consensual affair. So why is he being forced to resign? Honestly, I believe if CNN had had its ratings not fall through the basement, they wouldn't have... and something thousand, yes. Yeah, they would not have used this as an excuse to get rid of him. I think 100%. it's all about the fact that he has been a complete failure destroying the network. But I think it's also a sign of a larger media turnaround. Because now you have CNN getting rid of Jeff Zucker. They've already gotten rid of Chris Cuomo. I'm going to guess, given Don Lemon's legal problems, that the only thing that's keeping him on board is that he's African-American. But even more important, and almost unnoticed by most people in the media, was the announcement that over at MSNBC... Rachel Maddow is stepping away from her show. The She's, only one that gets ratings in that on that network. Yes. So you actually have this massive collapse. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Of these people who have been covering for the liberals. Now, also, speaking of media, though, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Now, the one thing that I wasn't aware of until all of this hit is that, you know, we know we've talked about it on the podcast before that Warner Media is merging with uh, Discovery Networks. I did not realize that that merger had not gone through yet. So I think that's also a big part of this because cleaning house before cleaning house before the merger, because again, John Malone, who's a major owner in discovery networks has previously stated in a public interview that CNN has no reporters. So I think they're going to start cleaning house and they're reshaping that network prior to the merger. I would agree. But I have a question to ask you. Are you or are you not a little baffled? I'm kind of frankly amazed. Mr. Zucker, someone of, I mean, you could have Keith Richards running CNN would do a better. That is, forget about the, you know, they're liberal, the bias, you know, to the left. Or, it, the, the network is unwatchable. Anderson Cooper, Don Lemon, uh, it's, it's unwatchable. I remember 25 years ago, I used to watch CNN all the time. It was actually pretty good. He destroyed it. I mean, zero talent. I'm sorry. I know he got lucky in you know, the Today Show and all that, but wow. He ran CNN into the ground. What he did to CNN, he lost all. It became a political hack network, and people turned them off. It will take a huge effort to get their brand identity back. 
Well, again, it's not just CNN. Remember, this has been the, tre the trend throughout Zucker's entire career. He was phenomenal as producer of the Today Show. They won their time slot, I think it was for like seven years straight. So they promoted Zucker to take over primetime. And under him, primetime floundered. Then they promoted him to take over the whole network. And when he was in charge of NBC, NBC routinely came in fifth in the broadcast ratings. Fifth. Because fifth, <laughs> because they were not That's only beaten, they were not only beaten by ABC, CBS, and Fox, they were being beaten on a regular basis by Telemundo and sometimes Univision. Beautiful. So, well, I'm sure you're going to be sad to see him go, aren't you, Dr. Lofkin? Oh, yeah. You know, it's his Don't was, cry a, in your beard his was a ridiculous career of abject failure rising to the top. I'm actually hoping between the, the uh, Discovery merger and getting rid of Zucker and Cuomo, hopefully they will clean house. And I actually do have high hopes that CNN will become a news network again, like they we were hope. in the days of the Iraqi war reporting live from Baghdad. No, I and you used to have shows like Crossfire, Larry King. It was very entertaining, very good. I think, again, I've talked about it before. I'm just really thinking one of the most over – everyone knows Don Lemon is, is, is a, like brain dead. But um, Anderson Cooper – he looks the part, but woof, what an empty suit. But speaking of communications, we were talking previously about the squad spending three hundred over 325000 on security. But yeah, Jen Psaki also laughing, laughing at the crime, the increase, the explosion of the crime epidemic in one of her press conferences. That's also insightful, I believe, well, no, Dr. Lopkin. It, it wasn't on a press conference. She was being interviewed. Oh, no, on she a, was, it was right. It was, on it, was, a, podcast. it was a Skype thing. Yes, I remember yeah. that. And she was actually ridiculing Fox News for talking about how bad crime has gotten and how it's affecting the American public. Now, the, now polls, poll after poll after poll, Americans have ranked crime either number one or number two in what they are concerned about right now. Pisaki laughed this off and in the press conference defended the Biden administration by saying that they had you know, put money for police in the COVID stimulus bill, which all the Republicans voted against. So it's the Republicans' fault. They were the ones that voted to defund the police. She's been repeating this for, for almost a year now. The Washington Post gave her three Pinocchios saying this was a lie because the COVID bill did not have money for police. It had money for local municipalities to, quote, fill holes in their budget. Could they use it for police if they wanted? Sure. But that's not what it was earmarked for. And Biden has repeatedly said he is not going to stand up to the progressive DAs that have been refusing to prosecute criminals. So, yes, 
the Biden administration has been very soft on crime, and Pisaki was just laughing it off. She thinks it's funny. Well, you know, I don't know. This was the first time I ever saw her laugh like that. Maybe she's been around Harris too long. <laughs> yeah, maybe it is contagious. You never know. <laughs> but last thing to finish up about the media, I, I think I find it kind of interesting. You even had the New York Times suing to get information on Hunter. It's about what we talked about just, you know, a segment ago. Uh, do you find it interesting that maybe, number one, are they turning on Biden because they know that, you know, he represents basically the destruction, the short term destruction, at least of the Democratic Party? I think that's true. I mean, if they're actually doing reporting that they didn't do during the election on Hunter Biden, that's going to be explosive. Yeah, the media has turned on Biden because with these poll numbers and his creation of crisis after crisis after crisis, I mean, let's face it, the border crisis was his creation. Uh, Inflation is in large part due to his policies. Afghanistan was completely his fault. Every time he gets involved with something, it gets worse and worse. Well, the media has their own businesses and their own reputations to think of. There's only so far they can cover for him. And now all of the stories that they were saying, oh, it's fake news, it's not real, it's you know, Russian disinformation, the Hunter Biden laptop, the Wuhan lab leak. Now they're all being shown up because these things are show- are have legs. There's actual facts behind them that they refused to investigate. So now they're in survival mode. They're basically going, all right, you know, Biden's dead. Biden's dead in the water. We can't protect him. We've got to try to resurrect our own reputations. And the only way to do that is to now investigate everything that they were saying was tin hat, fo- you know, tin foil hat conspiracies. I would agree with you about their reputations 100%. Not because they want to do good. It's because their entire livelihoods depend on it. I mean, New York Times, I mean, they're, I know they're, you know, obviously a huge entity, but they're struggling. Uh, Trump kind of kept them afloat. They've lost credit. You know, the Russia hoax, I mean, they used to be the, you know, everything that's fit to print. Well, they've lost that, just like CNN. But I think on a bigger note, and we'll finish with this, and I want your opinion, I'm sure our listeners do as well, is that I wonder if um if some of this is really yeah you want they want to reestablish their reputations but don't they also want him removed because they know if, if they don't have him removed or get him removed or at least help in that process the democratic party is finished and there's another thing just real quick is i laughed at the fact that his last disastrous press conference they said well he's going to get out there more then he went to pennsylvania basically was incorrect saying it's the the city with the most bridges in the world. No, it's not. And then just, again, everywhere he goes, he just looked incompetent and inept. So a little bit there, but close on that, Dr. Locke. Yeah, the the more he gets out there, the the worse he looks. I mean, I think his campaign folks had the right idea when they kept him in a bunker during the campaign because now everybody's seeing just how incompetent he is. Um, As for what you said about the media, honestly, I don't know that 
ideology ideology is going to fit into their agenda all that much. I think right now it's the more basic feeling that we have to do something so we can survive. Once they get past survival mode, then they'll go back to ideology. But right now, these media outlets are hemorrhaging money. So they need to actually do something that's going to keep them in business. And I think that's really the only thing they're focused on right now. I would agree. But finally, do you, do you, I believe that they also, and all about the bottom line, is they went so out in left field and outer space, you know, the Russia hoax, and they knew what the hell that was all about. You know, the Trump, you know, uh, the Jack the Ripper, that people have, you know, even moderates or somewhat left leaning, you know, have, you need some, you are a news organization. You have to have, have some semblance of legitimacy. And when you lose that, what's the point? Why would I spend a dollar 50 on the New York times for what? You can buy a comic book. Exactly. And that's, you know, most of these media outlets were already struggling, you know, pre COVID. Uh, they never adapted well to the internet. So, they're in deep trouble. They've got to really reinvent themselves and show themselves as journalists again, so just so they can stay afloat. We'll wait and with bated breath for that. So, Dr. Lopkin, great long edition of uh, of Carnivore Carnivore Bites, and uh, we'll be back next week. And uh, People can access uh, the podcast in many, uh, many, many venues, correct? Right. You can find every episode at, at exvadio.com slash podcasts, as well as the Carnivore Radio website, Apple Podcast app, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Audible, and wherever you find podcasts. Thank you, Dr. Lockin. Thank our listeners. We'll see you next week. 